You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And today we are talking about Salewa footwear. So it's Jason, Brandon, and I, by the way. And <laughs> yep. We're the afterthought, yeah. 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 And, we're uh, here. But, so, Salewa. Salewa. They're, uh, they're one of our best-selling Salewa. shoe brands in the store, right? Which... Mm-hmm. For a lack of marketing is saying something because we didn't think that they would necessarily take off like that. Um, it's uh, whereas like maybe everyone because Ultra was a new brand to the store at one time, but the marketing push nationally behind Ultra was is a huge deal. Right. I have never seen a uh, Salewa ad outside of a magazine. You know, like yeah. it's it's it, most people aren't familiar with the brand, so it comes down to the fit and function of the shoe once they come into the shop. We suggest it. We show what it's made out of, why why we like it, um, and they're selling. Uh, and and so, you know, I own two Salewas. Two. two. Uh, Greg probably owns seven. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, well, let me count them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I own two. Two? Two. So you have a trail runner? Yeah, I have a trail runner that I actually wear as my everyday shoe because I just think it's a good-looking shoe. Yeah. Usually when I get a new pair of shoes, I get like a pair of trail runners, and I want to take them trail running, and then they get dirty, and they just look dirty the rest of their life. Yeah. And this one I thought was such a good-looking shoe that I wanted to keep it nice, so I haven't gone trail running in it. This is just my everyday nice shoe oh so we can't even ask you how it performs on the no, trails no oh, i can't okay. but i can tell <laughs> you how it, i can tell you how it walks though yeah <laughs> it's really nice well it walks nice yeah. yeah yeah so um but then i've got the alp trainer low which is uh like a light hiker yeah and that shoe wasn't my favorite but my father-in-law had the same shoe and absolutely loved it and I know a lot of people that have really liked it, but it hit me funny on my ankle bone. It was too high on the outside of my ankle, and it would rub me the wrong way. And the first time I hiked in it, it was just hurting my ankle um, and got a blister on that side of my ankle. So um, so I haven't hiked in that one as much. And I actually, I've, I've lent those shoes to various friends with similar foot sizes, and they've all loved it. All absolutely loved it, but it hasn't worked for me for some reason. And I actually had the same issue with these Salewa Trail Runners that I currently have. They were kind of rubbing me at first, but then 
Is that the speed beat? Mm. It looks like the speed beat. Sure. Let's sure. see here. I don't know if it's uh, the Ultra Train 2. So not Ultra the train. speed beat. Um, no, I'm just looking up online. I should, I should know. I'm a little embarrassed that I don't know. Um, I'd be embarrassed too. <laughs> Footwear, speed hiking shoes is what they call them, I guess. We call them trail runners. They call them speed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that. It's the speed beat according to their website, but according to my shoe tag, <laughs> it's called the Ultra Train. The wildfire on their website only has two stars, and I don't know why. I love the wildfire. Yeah, the wildfire Gore-Tex has almost five, but this the regular wildfire only has two. And I, I don't know why, because that's a great shoe. And it sells really well in our store. Yeah, it really the does. wildfire does. Um, and then the mountain trainer is that which high top do we sell? We have the Outflow Mid. Outflow. I think that's the only high top that we have. I wonder mid. if I'm on the German side or something. Because the names might be different. Because mm. I'm looking for some of these. Oh, there's the wildfire. Yeah. But the thing I love about Slaywet is I've never seen an ugly Slaywet shoe. <laughs> That's very important. They look no, they really do look yeah. so good. Yeah. I <laughs> talking to other people, I'm always comparing the look of a shoe to a Slaywet. Their colors are always good too. I feel like they always. They're not too bright, but when they do go bright, it's a really good, like, right. a good bright. They, I don't know. They they don't get too carried away. But they're known for, like, their the Alp Trainer Mid Gore-Tex hiking boot is, um, it's laced like a, like a climbing a, shoe. An approach right. shoe. Yeah. yeah, all the way down to the toe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you can dial in your comfort level on your feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, comfort level, you can get into more tricky terrain with it um fits better this sorry what's the 3f system the oh go for it greg so that's like the little cable thing on the on the side of the ankle that goes underneath Mm -hmm. the right yep yeah so yeah it's just when when you lace it it kind of pulls on those cables and on the the little harness that goes under the foot and around the ankle to sort of suck your like hold on to that part of your foot nice and solidly so you can get a real solid stable fit where it counts without having to crank down on like your toes and stuff like that yeah so uh, do most or all of their whole line have the 3f system i think that's something unique in all their shoes it stands for like it's like fit function and something but i feel like the third f isn't an f it's but is they it call pH? it the 3F. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I remember thinking, like, why it's like is it a 3F? Or something. It's not even Shit, it's yeah. a 2F1P or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. Uh, that's a, yeah, that's I funny. don't know. Yeah, they're... Um, do they still have the no blister guarantee? Yep, they do. So that's really? pretty cool. Yeah, so any of their shoes, if you get a blister, you can return them for, like, money back if you want, whatever. Um, just don't bring them into our shop. <laughs> um but yeah they're they're cool like those alp trainers when i got them they had an insole that were like it was like a two-piece insole so you could you could take one of the pieces out for more volume or you could keep it in there for less volume so you can kind of dial in the fit that way Hmm. in addition to obviously dialing the fit in with the laces it went down to the 
to the toe and that 3F system or whatever it's called. Um, Most of their athletes are alpine climbers. So if you're into a shoe that can perform in uh, the mountains, this is what, you know, I mean, Sele was pretty much, that's their specialty. Um, hiking and alpine climbing. And then, so their trail, that's why I was curious about your trail runners, Greg, because I didn't know where they, it's like a, it, you know, it's a brand that focuses on technical hiking and, and climbing and backpacking, mountaineering. Um, how does that translate to a trail runner? It doesn't always, because there's been other brands that have, La Sportiva can do it. Right. Um, there's another one I'm thinking of that I can't think of the name. There's another mountain brand I think we sell. Scarpa? Scarpa. Scarpa yeah. that they've tried. I don't know if they've been successful. They've I've heard had, different things. Yeah, they've had some successful shoes here and there and yeah. others that weren't so much. And Saleh was sort of part, you know, that's they're along that uh, La Sport Scarpa line of of performance and so then um i was just curious about their their they also have a ski mountaineering athlete though so yeah they've got a they've got a few um if you go to europe salewa is huge Mm -hmm. they've got they they make tents they make backpacks they make sleeping bags they make um, their apparel is pretty awesome apparel like everything here in the u.s it's mostly mostly apparel and footwear um, they don't bring their whole line over to the U.S., but in Europe they're just huge, and they they've got a ton of stuff. They've got amazing athletes, um, but they are kind of a mountaineering first brand. And so when you see their trail runners, they're like techie trail runners that are meant to to um, perform on the most technical trails when surefootedness and grip and all that stuff really matters. And um, which makes all their shoes look really cool because they're they're all pretty aggressive. You don't really see any any cushy. Um, Do you know much about their boss. like mountaineering boots? You know, I've never used them myself. I know I know a little bit, but um, I've never personally have? used them. What did Matt buy them? Uh, I think Carson has a oh, pair Carson of them. Carson did. Okay. Yeah, um, but I've we had a customer come in the other day and just raved about how much he loved his Salewa mountaineering boots and yeah. he ordered a pair through us because he didn't want to try anything else so mm. that could partially be you find find something that works for you why change it especially on footwear um you order another, sometimes you're different size and different companies whatever but i've heard a lot of good things about their mountaineering boots and that's kind of what they focus on is mountaineering so I'd they had a cool boot back in the day um trying to think if they still still make it let me look it up here real quick um it was a black mountaineering boot that had a they had a like a metal shank like a full full length shank in the boot but instead normally you get a full metal shank and the boots like super stiff well this was like instead of a like a rod or a bar or whatever it was like this metal flat metal piece that was bendable unless you put a lot of tension on it and then they had this little allen wrench key thing that you could stick in like the heel of the boot and you could tighten that thing down and stiffen the boot so it was like perfectly rigid for ice climbing and stuff or you could loosen it and allow it to bend and then it would hike like a like a backpacking boot essentially 
And so you kind of got the best of both worlds. All you need to do is kind of twist that thing. They don't make it anymore, so it must have not caught that, on. That was Salewa? Yeah, that was okay. the Salewa mountaineering boot. Um, it was really cool, and I know a couple of people that had them, and they loved it. They thought it was really cool. Well, yeah, because half the time you got to take two boots. Right. Right. Or you have to just suffer. Or suffer, yeah. Right. And um, the, the only issue for me with that was, like, I don't want to keep track of an Allen wrench when I'm out and about. <laughs> Again, fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Um, but I, but I thought, man, if they had just some way to like put just like the tiniest little Allen key, like, like on the side. Yeah. Like, I like, don't, I don't know. If no, it, like, you know, like on a drill and you put your little screw, right. like, thing on the a little magnet. Yeah. Plate yeah. On the side. Yeah. yeah. It was like, even if it was just like this little, I I know this is stupid, but like this little like bungee pouch on the tongue or, you know, like Solomon, they've got the pull string laces or whatever. And they've got the little, yeah, that little pouch that you can tuck the laces in. I don't know, but I just thought if it was more convenient to always have that when you needed it, that'd be cool. But for me, it's like, oh, now I have to keep track of an Allen wrench. I don't know that I want to worry about that, but they were cool. Do you know if there's ever problems with them? Like with the icing over to make it hard to get into the Allen, the port or anything. Probably. I have no idea. So I could see that being a, a problem. I know with like Karakoram bindings for oh, yeah. backcountry or for split boarding. Yeah. In theory, Brandon can speak to this better because I've never snowboarded on them, but in theory, in theory they're they, incredible. They, right. Yeah. That's but why we get, bought them. Yeah. When you get into the backcountry, they ice over really easy. You're having more contact with snow and yeah. heat on that one. I don't know. I, I could just see that being a little bit of a problem with, little Allen port in there and sitting there jamming it trying to I don't know but it's cool cool idea for sure um so what do you think it is about Salewa that makes them our best sellers well for me it was comfort so I was in the market for a new um backpacking boot and I just I tried it on I was like this isn't this is so out of the box comfort um and out of the box comfort is very important Right. So you don't have to break it in or anything. And that's what you feel when you're making a selection in the store. So even if maybe another shoe is more comfortable in the long run. You never you know, know. You like know. you're ta- yeah. taking a chance. Yeah. yeah. If you try it on in the store and it feels comfortable right away, you you know, you're, you're safe. You're safe. Yeah. Um, that was one reason why we sell, sold so many Basque breeze boots is they just felt awesome right out of the box yeah and i and there it's not it doesn't lose its comfort so the performance the on-trail performance for me has been fantastic um the sticky rubber and gription if you will yeah but uh i think it just feels good out of the box and people like that yeah yeah what about maybe chase has an experience but i don't know i mean when you're selling to people on the on the sales floor what is it that that sells those so quickly i i think it's fit is a huge thing fit with comfort um feet are weird right like my favorite shoe yeah yeah, people have people have bunions people have weird toes i have freaking weird toes and weird knuckles on my big toes so like what my favorite shoe is is most likely not the guy to my less favorite shoe right but one thing i found is there is no guy in your life well (laughs) hypothetically speaking you know it's just some every every foot's different but from what i've found salewa has fit the widest variety of people's feet 
Um, and I think that 3F system, as well as just being able to lace it all the way down to the toe, expanding the boot where you need to, it just fits a wide variety of people's feet. My favorite shoe that I own from them is the Firetail. Yeah. Um, and I have a wide foot, and a wide approach shoe is basically unheard of, right? We want to get that really aggressive mm-hmm. fit. And an approach shoe I'm usually wearing for a little bit longer than I am a climbing shoe. And so I found a, finally found the, the fire talent's a wider approach shoe. It's not as aggressive, but it fit. F- to me, it fit. It fit comfortably. Um, I think the third time I wore that shoe, I put it on, and we were going to Iceland, and I did not take it off for 48 hours. And wow. I was fine. And any other approach you shoe? You slept in your shoe? Well, it was a lot of traveling. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, I did you really didn't t- take it off for 48 hours? No, yeah, hours. yeah. Oh, okay. Like we... I didn't just, know if you were just like you used it for 48 or you really didn't take it no, off. No, we didn't take it off. The timing, the way the timing yeah. worked, we got to Iceland in the morning and then we went all day. And so I'd, I hadn't taken them off for 48 hours. And most approach shoes, that would kill There's my no foot. There's no way. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was, an, it was a comfortable shoe. And I think that speaks to Salewa in general. They just have a really comfortable fit. Quality, I think, is right there. We have had, we've had a few problems of of Slaywas come back that are they're coming delaminated, the sole from the shoe, um, which is unfortunate that we've had that. We've had it twice, I think, um, where we haven't of had that with other brands of the probably hundreds of shoes. That yeah. We've sold. So like it's it's still such a small portion. Yeah. Of them that are coming back, but I just think the comfort, um, they just fit people's foot, and that's kind of what we're when someone comes in, they want the most comfortable thing out there. Yeah. So what's their story? Do you know? Like, where did they come from? And uh, They're out of Germany, I think. Um, let me let me see. I'm on their website, and there's a tab that says Our History. So, let's see. Back in... Oh, they've been around a while. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 1955, Slaywood developed the unique Andes backpack and supported the Andes expedition of Hermann Huber. Huber. He was to become the managing director of Salewa. So back in the 50s. So they say 1930s to 1960s. So maybe they, maybe they started back in the 1930s. But they've been mm. around a while. So that's back in Germany, I believe. Then in 1960s, they developed um, development and production of the fully adjustable Salewa Classic light cramp on set, the new standard. Uh, for crampons in the day. Then strong cramp collaboration with Reinhold Messner in 1985 and Kurt Albert. Numerous new ideas were tested Never heard in of Expedition. Them. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no names. Yeah. <coughs> um, so then uh, 1994, development of the helium, then the world's lightest helmet. Um it became the standard for double uh oh let's see apparently uh yeah it became the the standard for lightweight helmets at the time 2007 um started uh established a branch in boulder colorado to offer better care to the north american market so in 2007 they came to the u.s and um and you, you've had them for you had your first Sally was a while now. Yeah, so I probably got those back in 2010. So probably shortly after, a few years after they came yeah. to the U.S. Now I've had 
uh, two or three or four pairs since then. And then um, my father-in-law has probably owned six or seven pair and probably purchased 20 pair for various family members over the years. <laughs> so he's a big fan. And, and every say, he's a fan. Yeah. My wife prob my wife has more sleighs than I do. I think she has maybe three pairs right now and loves them. She likes them. They've always been good for her. No blisters done a lot of backpacking in them. Like she'll wear them on a backpacking trip and then not wear them for a year and then wear them again on a backpacking trip. No blisters, no problems. So yeah, they're great. And, uh, <coughs> Yeah, so that's that brand. Pretty awesome. Salewa. Salewa. And that's I, how you say it? Salewa? That's how I, think I say it. Salewa. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Salewa. Salewa. I did get a climbing pack from them. Oh, really? Um, earlier this year, and I haven't really used it a lot. <laughs> I haven't been climbing well, as much really as I used They don't really sell much here in the States, right? No, it's yeah. something that they're trying to push more, and I think that's probably why they gave it to me. Yeah, because um, you're a pro climber. Yeah, um, uh, side <laughs> fact. Side um, fact. Chase is pro. I climb 5'8", sport. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's kind of just like an all-purpose mountaineering pack. Um, Which one is it? Uh... Do you see? It's the Apex Wall 32. Apex Wall. Yeah. That's a cool pack. Oh, I, nice I love it. It's a great pack. The first time I used it, we went and did um, some spring skiing, but it was like four miles of bushwhack to some skiing, mm -hmm. and it held up great. I, I, I really like it. Their hip belt is the pads are disconnected from the back mm -hmm. so it works almost like the arcteryx like yeah that it kind of rotates the rotating almost. yeah i i really liked it i thought it was a great pack i like the design of it really well um yeah it i do i just it they claim it's meant to a-frame carry but i think the material the edge of your ski is going to eat through that material pretty quick yeah i think the bigger version um, the guide is a little bit more robust for a frame carry. Yeah, it looks like this one's pretty lightweight. It it definitely is. The rep, is. The rep told awesome. me. Yeah, no, it's great. I I wouldn't use it for my go-to um, if you're gonna be carrying skis, mountaineering stuff. Yeah. But if you're not, it's a great pack. Um, water resistant, very highly water resistant. Anyways, I think their packs are really well made as well. Yeah seems like everything I've seen of theirs has just been well-made, well-designed. Aesthetically, it looks great, mm -hmm. but they seem uh. to be quite functional. And it looks like they've got quite the squad of, of mountain athletes helping them with testing out and designing and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's usually where you see the best designs is when you've got a good team of athletes that are out there testing them and giving feedback. That's where you you get the best gear. Totally. A, lot of, a lot of companies are out there just kind of designing gear based on what they think looks good and stuff like that and cutting corners where they can. But if there's not athletes out there testing them to the max all the time, a lot of designers don't realize like, well, well, for example, like Arc'teryx jackets, if you look at them where they're seam taped on the inside, they're reinforced in, in funny areas. And they are reinforced in those funny areas because they've had athletes take them out for years and figure out where does it wear out the soonest yeah. what corners and stuff and then they'll reinforce those areas and it's like if you don't have that in your athletes um the designers probably aren't going to be getting out enough to really test it thoroughly and if yeah. you don't have pro athletes out there every day testing them out then you're missing out on that so looks like slay has got a good team of athletes to help uh 
make that happen. So awesome. So uh, I would I would say just try a pair on. Yeah. If you can find a store, uh, we sell them here at Gear Thirty. But if you can find it, like don't be scared by the uh, the name you may not have heard of Salewa. Uh, it is a very high end brand, very uh, capable brand that's been around like for a pretty long time, a lot longer than I thought they'd been around just because they were new to the U.S. not very long ago. But um, yeah, and and we we just we sell their shoes. We don't sell anything else besides shoes here. But uh, um, I, would, I would encourage you to try them. Yeah, definitely. And if you see a shoe that from us that you see like, see if LA was for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, if you see a shoe on our website that you like and you want to try it out, try it out. Order it up. If you don't like it, return it. That's Send fine. It. That doesn't hurt our feelings at all. And if you need to order two sizes because you're not sure which size and then send one back, that's fine as well. So we're just here to, to make sure you get the right gear. We want to make sure you have a good experience, you get the right gear. And um, we've got a great staff that will help take care of that. So Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us today for this discussion about Salewa. It's a cool brand, and we're excited to tell you about it. We're excited to carry them. Um, if you want to follow, follow us on Instagram, follow, us, follow our Facebook like us e- on Facebook. Either one of them. Yeah, yeah you could do yeah. both. Gear 30. Um, Facebook and Instagram. Our Instagram is at gear underscore three zero. Um, and then also check out our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. And um, I think that's it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. See you on the next episode. See you out there. Mm-hmm.